Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today is another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. If you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. Carla asks a great question. She asks, many syndicators require investors to be accredited. Can you share a few ways to become accredited using real estate investments, for example, buying single family homes, etc.? Well, Carla, that's a great question. And it's sort of a difficult one to answer because it's quite a broad question. But I'm going to start with a disclaimer. Your question is partly a legal question, and I'm not an attorney. So please don't take what I'm about to say as legal advice. There are attorneys who specialize in securities regulations. And securities rules vary according to jurisdiction, and they also represent one of the fastest moving areas of the law. What's true today could change tomorrow. So with that disclaimer out of the way, I'll share my perspective. Let's start with a definition of what we're talking about. A syndicator is someone who brings together the financial resources of several people to achieve a particular financial goal. The structure of the project is such that if the investment is classified as a security, then you need to comply with securities regulations. Securities regulations are controlled both federally and at the state level in the U.S. and at the provincial level in Canada. Now, for example, if three friends decide to get together, form a company, and they're all actively participating in the venture, they all contribute money, that investment may not be considered a security. It looks more like a joint venture because all the parties are active participants. However, if those same three people put in money, but only one of them is active and the other two are passive, then the investment by the passive investors might be considered a security. It's that passive nature that often triggers the classification. I'm dramatically simplifying here. So let's say you have a passive investment and you have a security on your hands. And the next question is, how are you going to raise the money? And generally speaking, there are three types of securities. Number one, there are registered securities. For example, shares of General Electric that are publicly traded would be registered securities. The second category are exempt securities. And then the third category are illegal. We're not going to focus on that third category. Most syndicators are looking to find an exemption, meaning they want to fall into that second category, that meets the goals of their project. And there are numerous exemptions available under provincial, state, or federal jurisdiction. Most exemptions prohibit solicitation, and for good reason. Securities rules have been formed to protect the public from risky investments. There are a few exceptions, and one of those exemptions is Regulation CF, or what's called a crowdfunding exemption, in the U.S. under the JOBS Act. It limits the total capital raised to a little more than a million dollars in a 12-month period, and it limits the way in which you can solicit. But it's open to most investors. You don't need to be accredited to participate in a crowdfunding activity. The second exemption is under Regulation D, subpart 506C. Under 506C, syndicators are allowed to solicit, but are restricted in raising money from accredited investors. Not only that, the syndicator must go through extensive efforts to prove that the investors accredited before accepting their funds. So, for example, they may need a letter from the investor's accountant certifying that that investor meets the accreditation criteria. The thinking is that the accredited investor has a lot of money, is sophisticated in business dealings, and therefore needs less protection from the, from the SEC. Generally speaking, the definition of an accredited investor in the U.S. is someone who has a personal net worth in excess of a million dollars excluding their principal residence or has received more than 200000 in income per year in the last two years consecutively with the reasonable expectation of receiving the same in this coming year. 
If the investor is a couple, then that income threshold is $300,000 for a couple in each of the past two years, again, with the same expectation of receiving that in the coming year. So how do you become accredited under that definition? Well, it's very simple. You make a lot of money. It doesn't matter how you do it, whether it's flipping houses in the stock market or selling hot dogs. If you're investing as a corporation, though, not personally, then the net worth requirement is even higher than for individuals. Again, many syndicators choose 506C because it allows them to solicit for investment, but it does come with the restriction for accredited investors. There's another exemption called Regulation A that's becoming increasingly popular. It does allow for solicitation and is open to non-accredited investors. Not all good investment opportunities have the accredited investor restriction. There are other exemptions available under securities regulation. So, for example, in Alberta, Canada, there's a mortgage exemption. If the investment results in the investor's interest being secured by a mortgage lien on a piece of real estate, it may be considered exempt from securities regulations. There are literally dozens and dozens of exemptions in most jurisdictions. That doesn't mean that any or all of them will apply to a specific project or to your specific circumstance. This is an area that can get complicated really quickly. So hopefully that helps answer your question. Thank you, Carla, for a great question. It really is virtually impossible to answer this question on a podcast. Frankly, I don't want to be giving legal advice. You need to get advice from an attorney who specializes in securities. So in the meantime, have a great rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. Talk to you again tomorrow.